In three, two, one. Hey, this is the super powered pick. Can we start over? What do we normally say? I don't remember. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Powered Fan Cast. This is Jenna. I'm Darren. This is Stephanie. And I'm Danny. All right. Here we go. We're doing the thing. <laughs> Professionally. Yes, exactly. We're all adults. Here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the largest lie we've ever told. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's like that and I'll be there on time. We are grown people. <laughs> you should act like it. Never. Except not. <laughs> we are grown adults who are gonna talk about comic books and TV and movies. And our opinions should be respected. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What we're supposed to do is grow people. <laughs> <laughs> you listen! You shut up and you listen! <laughs> you listen because I told you to and because it's good. <laughs> because it's good. <laughs> it's gonna be the best thing you've ever heard! You're just gonna give me a chance! <laughs> anyway, sorry. So stop it! Hi, guys! Oh, hey, there! Put it da- so put it down. <laughs> come back to it later. Whatever it is, your devices and your buttons and your pressing and your tweeting and your tooting and all of it, you stop it right now. We, we have five minutes worth of bloopers. I just want to put that out. No, we're going. No, we're. This we're, is oh, it. We're, we're in. Oh, we're in. We're we, gave, we gave up on it. Didn't know that we were in that. Okay. Okay. We're in now. All of this stays in. All of it. Not all of it. The first five minutes we can cut. Okay, from the intro forward, all this stays. Yes. We're You're good. welcome. We're good. Come on. We're, we're loosey goosey. <laughs> we're, we're clucky ducky. <laughs> Chicken little. I never understand those references. Like, what is relaxed about birds? Nothing. I don't know what is either farm? loose. Ain't about, none of them birds relaxed. <laughs> Listen, honestly, anytime I've seen, anytime I've seen, anytime I've seen a goose, oh, loose is a goose. It rhymes. It don't need to make. Well, I understand, (laughs) but anytime I've seen a goose loose, there's usually a mess involved. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you made me old man laugh. (laughs) I'm just saying, like you know, loose goose is like you know, (laughs) pate or something. That is true. (laughs) That is true. All right, anyway. All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to All another right. episode. All right. <laughs> no, we have stuff us. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot that happened. So, we, yeah, we're going to gonna talk about it. We're going to talk about the the week that was. And actually, not even the week. We're going to talk about pretty much the month as it's been. Yeah. There's been a lot of great stuff this month. So, we might. Beauty and so, the Beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my there's God. There's a lot of stuff we talk about. <laughs> that two, well, one person in this room has not seen. Now, again, like, again, we keep talking about the fact that, no, I. I it. said one. Oh, that, that, that would be me. Oh, I'm not even okay. Shame so, on me. <laughs> short, really short story, but I'll get into it. Like, I took my wife and my kids to go see Beauty and the Beast. We went on Monday of this week. I mean, uh, my oldest is out on spring break. My wife decides she's going to take the like she's off work, so she's going to take like the whole week. So she actually took ten days off. So it's me, both kids, and the wife. We're gonna to go to uh, go to movies, go see Beauty and the Beast. We get there, movie starts, background music, all of that. It's it's amazing. I'm I'm into it. Everyone's into it. My three year old, you know, he's he's barely sitting in his seat because he's three. Cool natural. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, for some reason, we can't hear the audio. 
Now you can hear the background music. You can hear like all the all the background singing, but you can't hear any of the actual principal actors. Like you can't hear like literally you can't huh. hear like, you can barely hear um Emma Watson, you can barely hear um the guy who plays Gaston. You can like you can't even Luke hear Evan, the, Luke, Evans. Luke Evans. You can barely you can't even hear them <laughs> sing, let alone huh. talk. So I'm like, okay, this is about maybe 10 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And what's really bothering me is that, you know, I'm uh, I'm a huge Broadway fan. Mm-hmm. So that number with uh, Audrey McDonald at the castle, like, I want to hear Audrey McDonald's voice. I came to the movie to hear Audrey McDonald. She was mm-hmm. one of the people I love loved listening to her sing. Mm-hmm. I loved um, I love anything she sings, especially when she sings Sondheim. I can't hear her. <laughs> no, I, like, cannot, I am angry. I am angry. Yes, I am angry. I am upset. I cannot hear Audrey McDonald. Mm-hmm. So I get up. I go out to the lobby. I'm like, okay, well, uh, I asked to speak to the manager. I'm like, hey, you know what? And not even being not even being a jerk about it. I was like, hey, you know what? There's some sound issues going on in Theater 10. Like, um, can it's you know can somebody come and take a look at it? And she's really nice about it. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right away, I'll send somebody in to take a look. And I was like, okay. So I go back in, and uh, as I'm going in, some guys following up behind me. I'm assuming that's the guy that she because she she just talked to him. Mm-hmm. He pulls out a radio. He, she talks to him. He mm-hmm. falls in behind me. I go back in, go to my seat. He walks in, stands there for about a good ten seconds before he turns around and walks back out the door. So I'm like, okay, so he's he's hearing what I hear, mm-hmm. and he's going to fix it. Yeah, surely. So another 10 minutes passes, and we can't hear anything. Like, all we hear is background. So I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. So I go out, and I go check. Now, the guy who came in to follow me to listen to the sound, I find him cleaning the bathroom. Oh, that- so apparently hmm. he's a, he's a maintenance guy or whatever. <laughs> but he sure as hell is not a sound engineer. <laughs> But, so I go back to the manager. I go back to the manager. Okay, this is okay. I'm like, look, something is going on with the theater. Can you please tell me what's going on with it? She calls over janitor, janitor guy, who proceeds to try and explain to me how sound works. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, was a very loud one. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. lost my mind. He literally, and part of his explanation was, well, if I turn it up, you're still just going to hear the same thing, but louder. Like, really? Because I don't understand the, the principle. Of volume. Of volume. That's, you see, that's, 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 wavelengths that, and right, decibels exactly. and that's where we're So that's where we're going with this. I'm like, look, I've worked retail before. I've worked re- retail management. I have heard, I have heard when people are BSing. Someone because they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Their day. <laughs> so I absolutely understand it when someone's trying to say, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, this thing is awesome. I don't know anything about it, but I'm trying to sell it to you. Mm-hmm. You can't sell me on sound. <laughs> I know what it sounds like. I know how it feels. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with it. Have been for a good 41 years at this point. So. I literally asked the manager, like, do you understand what your employee is trying to do, right? Hmm. He's like, well, um, 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 um. I was like, okay, so here's what I need to do. Um, We're going to go ahead and leave because this is just, it's not going to work. I can tell already you're not going to make this right. Hmm. Can I have a refund? 
Now, normally, and again, I've been I've been retail management before. You try and fix the situation mm-hmm. with someone. You try, at the very least, to offer a solution for the client in front of you that's going to be mutually beneficial to both of you. Her exact words, oh, yeah, yeah, come over here, I'll, give you, I'll get you a refund. Which obviously let me know she knew something was wrong yep. and just didn't care. Nice. Were you the only people in this we movie We weren't. Theater? It was a, maybe like two or three other people, and I think that's part of the problem because we went in like a Monday afternoon matinee, so it was really a, yeah. no one there. Like the beginning of spring break for a lot of kids in school, so no one was there. <sighs> so it was maybe between the, between the four of us and the other people, there were maybe eight people in the theater. So I'm sure it's not going to, you know, it's not going to break the bank for them to get well, a no, refund. But, it should, okay. but it's still an experience. I'm yeah. like, you've, you're already there. Mm-hmm. You've already started this movie. Like, I'll be like, I want to watch the movie. That's Thank you. Yes, the movie. Exactly. I want to see. That's, I wouldn't have come a out. different theater and start the Thank movie. You. I would not have come out the first time had I just not wanted to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, those are solutions that, you know, she should have thought of. Yeah. But she was quick to give me my refund. So I'm like, okay, fine. I get my refund. I go in there. I get my kids. I get my wife. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I have to apologize to my family for this experience. Yeah. For how bad this experience was for them. Mm-hmm. And this, again, is after, like, I had been in the hospital. My wife mm-hmm. had worked, like, day, like six days straight. Um, you know, we're coming off of like a real like emotional, yeah, roller emotional, emotional roller coaster for the last few days. We're just trying to spend some time as a family. Yeah. So I'm disappointed. The kids are disappointed. My oldest really wanted to see the movie. But we take you decide to go. Kids get in the car. I decide to come back because I leave my umbrella in the theater. So I go back in the theater. I'm like, OK, you know what? I need somebody to follow me because I'm not going to walk back in this theater and have somebody call right. the cops on me because, you know. BYOB or you know being wherever I am while black so I go ahead and I go in there and I get my get my umbrella and literally just thinking about it I walk out I'm like okay this just still doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I got my refund but I still this doesn't feel right and it's not me being greedy it's not me being a jerk it's just saying something about this isn't right because what it is is basically if I leave and don't talk to someone else then this is just going to keep going on and no one's going to care Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I said okay I need to speak to your general manager the manager goes to get her she's in the building I explained to her the situation and like a general manager should she actually she seemed genuinely like surprised right. that this happened. Hmm. She's like, I wasn't in. He said, I haven't been here today. I just got here, but I had a technician come in yesterday and tell me this was fixed. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm telling so you, it's, it's not. not oh, so it's not oh. the fact that thank so you. So it's an is, issue. We so knew it's an existed. issue that she knew existed that we tried to explain. <laughs> exactly. So it's not the <laughs> okay. fact that she knew existed. It's the fact that her employees knew it existed and sold tickets anyway. Yeah, that's crappy. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I talked to the general manager. She's very nice. She is. Mm-hmm. She, um, you know, and again, I didn't ask for anything, right. but she did like give us, you know, complimentary return yeah, tickets and concessions and stuff Which like that. Do, yeah. That's absolutely fine. But it was really more the point of the way that I was talked to. Mm. Yeah. That was the thing that bothered me the most. I'm like, yeah. I may it not. me for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, I'm an, <laughs> I'm an adult. At this point, I'm relatively sure I knew how I know how sound works. Yeah. I don't need, is that, and not and I'm not to you know not saying anything bad about younger people, but come on, no, no. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't condescend to me like I'm dumb. No, 
You said, well, sir, the way it works is, it's like, no, 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 no. Let me stop you right there, little boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I just, I just be like, I need you to step back and just go back to cleaning the toilet. Thank you. Pick up your your push broom and your, (laughs) and your dustpan and go back in the bathroom. (laughs) Let the adults talk. But it just that just really bothered me because I'm like, yeah. look, I'm not, you know, it's I'm sorry, and and I don't mean to derail the show, but it's just like that really bothered me. We were talking about being pieces. I really wanted my kids to experience, it. and we're gonna go again, uh, I think this weekend. But it just that 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 bothered. So have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay. They haven't seen. They haven't seen. It. It. That's okay. what it was. That's what bothered. Me. They hadn't seen it yet. So yes, it's just you, Danny. It's just me. <laughs> Which I mean. I still, I still want to see it though. You should. I, I think you should, it's absolutely. Be, it's yeah. beautiful. I think it's going to be great. I loved uh, all the way up until the movie actually come out. Um, hearing Stephanie's opinions about it. Um, Stephanie, do we want to revisit this? I take back every bad thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting like, for. I, as you know, you listen to the show. I'm an opinionated human being, but I can admit when I'm wrong, and I was so wrong. I'm sorry. I cried, <laughs> sobbed. Sobbed. She sobbed. <laughs> you just let it cry. No, you sobbed. I sobbed. I sobbed. Um, Dan Stevens. Is that yes? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, he was perfect. I didn't even notice the goat horn. I was gonna say, did the horns not? No, happen? no, it was just all him. I was just there in that moment. And I was like, can I just marry you? It was the eyes, wasn't it? The he was eyes on his eyes, his facial expressions, his mm. voice. His voice was like. Mm-hmm. Like when there were lines exactly from the movie, I was just like, "Oh my god, he's really he's here." He's I'm like, Stephanie, he's not here, but like, <laughs> he's, like he's real. He's real. <laughs> it's like, like it's like Avatar. I see you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie, and everything I wanted, and some stuff I didn't know I wanted. But I was like, I'm chill. I'm down. <laughs> She's listened to Evermore enough times to like accurately. Yeah. Depict I said it I really went, that's that's I what I really enjoyed because I wanted because I loved the new songs and I love the mm-hmm. fact that so so were they brand new songs or were they from Evermore the Broadway was brand, brand new oh, no cool. these are brand new songs they yeah. didn't actually take any of the songs from the Broadway show really they okay. wrote brand new music for uh, oh that's like the cool. one especially the one between um, like Stanley <laughs> Stanley Tucci and Audrey McDonald's character mm-hmm. like that I love that, that song that was, yeah that that was completely original. Also, I love that the couples were interracial. Yes, <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Well, no, I like the fact that like it, it just wasn't it, it wasn't even a factor. They're, these were just they people were just together, and there. it was just a beautiful thing. Yeah, because that just like just even like the people me. in the town, everyone in like they, we they, talk they about just there. the fact that I didn't realize until the ending credits that Ian McGregor was Lumiere. Was Lumiere? Yeah, Lumiere. <laughs> I did not. Realize it, wow. like he come up and I was like, "What?" It sounded like the so chef was like, "You did not know," and I was like, "No, <laughs> I can see it now." I went and watched it again. I took my nieces um, mm-hmm. and my cousin. I would know Obi Wan anyway. Um, to see <laughs> it Wednesday, and they loved it. Like my no, niece, my oldest niece um, or next to oldest niece is seven, and she sat there in the chair with like her knees held up, and I could just see her eyes water at parts, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you." <laughs> <laughs> it was you so get beautiful. touched by things also, like this for me. Also, also, since you brought the Broadway musical, if you listen to "If I Can't Love Her" mm-hmm. and then listen to "Evermore," it is like a complete freaking story. Yeah, and it's beautiful to me. It is everything. I have put that song on repeat. I bought the soundtrack the minute we walked out of the theater <laughs> every night for four 
nights. Like, I'd wake up in the morning and it would still be playing in Stephanie's room. <laughs> She'd go to sleep to it and it would just play. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I love it when I feel sad, when I feel happy, like always. And like when he's in the tower and I just, a lot of emotions. I, I, I can tear up thinking well, about it. I put it to you that there is absolutely a reason why it's as popular as it, as it is. There's a reason why. One of many reasons, reason why it's that successful it is, I think it deserves all the success oh my it's God, gotten. Yes. And what I find really funny is I was telling Danny about this earlier. It's like now, pretty much every movie is coming out to dethrone it, and they act, and Holly, <laughs> I was telling Danny, like Hollywood Reporter actually had the nerve to have a story, and I love Hollywood Reporter, I really do. But I want to know who decided that this was a story worth telling, but who actually put up. Can Alec Baldwin's boss baby beat Beauty and the Beast? I'm like, really? No. Of course. I think Trump baby is going to be hilarious. No. I mean, boss baby is going to be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to be, like, awesome. Like, boss baby? Like, it's not going to be tear-evoking. It's not going to be beautiful and moving and everything I needed in even, life. Even, you know, even... Ever. Literally, it just doesn't sound right. It would, like, boss, boss baby. Baby boss. Baby boss, <laughs> come on! That's why I call it Trump. It's baby. like low hanging fruit, <laughs> <laughs> baby boss. But I just like, come on! It's just that's yeah. That's that's not even that's not news one. and it's also too not a possibility. Definitely not a slow day. I I do take back everything. I had said that was negative about it because it was beautiful and I loved it and yeah. everyone. So Stephanie, your official recommendation? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> like I want to see it like a million mm-hmm. times. Now on that note, um, the Mulan live action movie, no music. Apparently, no music so far. So far, so, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm clinging <laughs> to that so far well, because I love the Mulan soundtrack. That's one of my favorites, okay. and I need I'll make a man out of you. That I don't remember <laughs> if it was the producer or who it was, the writer or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that's what he said so far in an interview because it that are not that to that stage yet. Um, and so it was. There's no music so far, but everybody's chopping off those last. Few I read words. those. So see, I here's read the thing. So far, yeah. here's the like, thing. <laughs> so far is is interesting. It's you know it's provocative, mm-hmm. but from a story standpoint, you cannot not have the music in there. Now, if you're going to say so far, then I would say more than likely they probably mean new music. Yeah. But you can't like you can't let a story like that continue Mm -hmm. for as long as it has Mm -hmm. without somebody from Disney cleaning it up. Oh yeah. And saying, Oh no, no, no. We got, we're working with this composer on brand new music. That's uh, diffuse, diffuse the story right then and there. Yeah. With one line. It's the little decorative thing on our door. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We just scared Darren a little bit. No, no, you didn't scare him. Just like, I need the music. I'm very excited that it's an all Asian cast, though. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Absolutely, as it should be. As yeah. it should Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Thank you, Disney, for not screwing that up because we were worried. Because <laughs> Lord mercy. Do we know but if uh, Matt Damon? <laughs> do we, we know if uh, anybody yet? If Ming no. Do we know if Ming Na Wen's going to be in it? She has to be. She has to be. Mm-hmm. Now she's the, Mulan. Mulan. She was the voice of Mulan. She's Asian Mayon. Agent yeah, Shield. She's on the yeah. Agent Shield. Oh yeah. Yes. She's now, Mulan. She has not been. You know. Everyone is talking to her about it. She could be Mulan's mom. I think she should absolutely be in it. That would be awesome. Uh, I, abs- 
I think she should absolutely be in it. But you know, it's 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 still in the script phase. I think I, there's no way she's not in that movie. She there's has to no be. There also has to be movie. music. <laughs> music was there's the here's my, music in all of them. Right, but here's my other thing. It's like, is what what about Mushu and the little cricket? How are you gonna have Mulan without Mushu and the cricket? How are you gonna have Mushu and the cricket without music? I'm like, if we're gonna do that, yeah. let's just call it a different movie. Let's just not do Mulan. Like, see, I don't know, and I'm probably in the minority here, but with these Disney reiterations, like, I mean, personally, I'd be fine without it because Mulan, the story of it, like, even though. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a serious movie, but right, at the, the same story time, wise, yeah, yeah, it is really I serious. Mean, it's not Disney like, but at the same time, it, we've got the comical dragon and the cricket. But you are stuff, talking like, about, but the thing is it, but on, but they are Disney. That's true. Yes. It's the Disney. It's, yeah. it's Disney. It's not Mulan. It's Disney's I Mulan. Think so there is a, in there's a certain expectation. At the very least, I need them to do kind of like they did in Cinderella. Because That's Cinderella doesn't, didn't have a whole lot of music mm-hmm. in the animated film, even though Mulan did. It's a musical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they still redid Strong the songs. Feelings. Very strong feelings. Mm-hmm. I love the Mulan soundtrack. I listen to it all the time. She all does. the time. She I does. Just, I really need it, okay? She does. How are you going to have the fight scene without a I'm telling you. So find some, like, look, find some K-pop stars and go ahead and get them cast. There's so many, and, and they're... No, though, like, because they're all very tiny men, and Shane is not a tiny man. I'm talking about for We're just talking about for the music. <laughs> are you talking about for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could work. <laughs> um... No, I'm not like talking about. I'm not talking about Lady Boys for Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I know. I'm no, just saying. I'm saying no, no, don't get like. I'm not saying cast a Thai lady. <laughs> you're just a lady to play boy. Mulan. <laughs> oh, be still my heart. I'm saying okay. find find a Korean pop singer to play Mulan. Female. No, to play it can't Mulan. be Korean. They have to be Chinese. It's Mulan. Okay, it's in China. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Darren. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was no, no. Seriously, that was culturally insensitive, and I do apologize. (laughs) All right, we're back on track. Okay. I hope the law's good because I want you to like like it as much as I like Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's Ariel. We need we need Little Mermaid for that, but I do want to like Mulan. Well, Beauty and the Beast is my like. Two, yeah, Lion King. To Lion King. So yeah, I mean, Mulan's not my second, but they probably won't make. Who's your second? Uh, mm, Disney is hard. Disney is hard. Like it, it's a tie, like between like Lady and the Tramp. Mm, okay. And ooh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I'm I love saying, them all like, so much. This is the thing, Lady and the Tramp. Like speaking of you know cultural insensitivity. Um, if you're talking about Lady and the Tramp, you basically have got like two Italian stereotypes. And uh, Asian stereotypes in the Siamese cats, and those are your two musical numbers. So, well, Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> she was talking about favorites. Okay, Lady I'm just saying, like, if they were to, to, have they were to mean, remake it, we'd have to have some. We'd have to have some like some music because you know the the, the spaghetti Bella scene Noche, would be beautiful. Yes, yes. yes, and I mean you can't really have the Siamese cats without having B I S I M B. We have a Siamese cat, by the we way. Do. I'm just going to point that out. That's why Jenna sings it all the time. I do. I sing it to her all oh the time. She watched that movie with me one time and just like side-eyed me the whole time. She was like, really? really she was like, that's what you think of me? She didn't like, she watches movies with me sometimes. She loves Lion King. And like, that. those cats came 
as everyone, movie, every living thing should. It was just like, she was just like, no, she like turned away from the TV. <laughs> she was offended. But, even um, though they are her. But yeah, I want Mulan to be, I think it will be very, inter- very interesting. And Mulan's never been like, my favorite, but I liked it, yeah. you know, pretty decently. I don't think it's no, a bad I'm always, I, I, I always liked Mulan. I thought it was a great action mm-hmm. film, yeah. honestly. Like, like I, I cried and that like guy the, scared me. As I said, the, the music, in my opinion, has always been a little bit negligible in, a, in, a, in that movie. I like it, but it's not, you know, like, it's not something that I, you know, tap my toes to. Mm-hmm. But it's, don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I can't think of the movie without having it in it. Yeah, but I'm like, saying as far music, but yeah, as I mean, we a, have as to have, a, I'll make a man out of you. We have to have. We, we don't even have to have reflection. We can just have music over reflection. It's fine. But we have to have um, bring honor to us all. Oh, honor to us all. Yes, and um, a girl worth fighting for is also very important to me. But none of them as much as I'll make a man out of you. A girl worth fighting for is precious. Is it? I like yes. a good Harvey Firestein song. Like more than a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. not. He doesn't care. Like they just—that's what keeps them going. They're thinking mm-hmm. of—they're thinking of coming Misogynistic home. thoughts. It's not misogynistic. I'm joking. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, Except for that one part, the one we're about. That one dude that I don't like, this little soldier, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> the little short and stubby one, I don't like him. Yeah. Just wants a girl. You mean Harvey Firestein? Oh, never mind. I do like him. What's the other one? Looks like a string bean. Him. He's the one that wants the girl to think he's funny. Yeah, no. Uh, either you're funny or you're not. <laughs> they get little girls in the sequel. It's cute. Do they? Yeah, the sequel wouldn't have to have music. It's fine. None of their songs really impress me. Honey, we got to get to the first one. <laughs> right. I sincerely doubt they're going to go. Anyway. They won't. Anyway. <laughs> so. As far as the rest of the news, so we have a consensus on Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Beautiful, absolutely, it's amazing, worth seeing. Um, Breathtaking. The new Justice League trailer. Oh my god! Uh, I don't know what that voice. Now here's my question. Here's my question because I absolutely loved it. I think everyone, in, all of us in the room, yes. Did you think there was a little too many jokes in it? Absolutely think, not. Okay, because no, I, I think it. that's okay. Because I think that's that's one of the um, the things that. That you know, you know how fanboys are. Please me tell me much. someone's you complaining know. about jokes. Of course I'm gonna they go are. Off. <laughs> <laughs> go off. You know the fanboy community is either one way or the one is like why we're it, too it, serious. These are the same people. Funny. Thank you. Why the same people are going? All DC films are too serious. I'm gonna say why are there so many jokes? You know how fanboys work. You mm. know how they work. I liked they it because be it, it felt like a comic book. That's what Thank I, you. It's a comic book movie. Because the people making the jokes like, are the ones supposed to be making the jokes. Exactly. They're like, here now. We have funny, funny ones. Like, okay, you had a movie about Batman and you got upset that there were no jokes. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Superman. Mark's a little Kansas farm boy. He ain't Batman funny. Batman is broody. Like, they're not, not funny. funny people. We got Flash now. He's funny. And Aquaman like has friends. to be a little bit of both. He <laughs> has to be like he can't be another Batman. He can't be Batman like Batman the of the sea. Here's the, like, the, the thing I keep telling. Here's the thing I keep telling. Here's the thing I keep telling people. Can of chicken tuna of the land. Take me with the grocery store. <laughs> Sorry. Are we having a Jessica Simpson moment? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Okay, we're having flashbacks. Sorry. I couldn't remember what chicken was called. I called it tuna of the land. Tuna of the land. Tuna of the land. Wow. It was canned chicken. It was canned chicken. But I was just like, this isn't what I want. 
Sorry. Anyways, yes. Yeah. Um, so people are complaining. So would flying birds jokes. be beef of the sky? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many jokes were in it. Okay, we had. I love the I'm rich. Dress like a bat. I dig it. I'm rich. Yeah. Dress like a bat. I dig it. I'm not saying it to, for now. Well, Batman said for now. I'm not saying yeah. it to be divisive. I'm just to be divisive. I'm just saying, you know how the fanboy community works. I hate them. I thought it was great. <laughs> I absolutely thought it was great. I thought it struck the right tone. Absolutely. I, do too. I think if anything, all these characters should be diametrically different than Batman, so that Batman can be a contrast. Right. The thing that makes Batman work is that all of these other He's characters are bright and colorful, and Batman's in the corner being Batman. Yep. So that's that. It makes it work for me. So I really dug it. I especially. I thought it was a great showcase for Jason Momoa uh, as Aquaman. Oh, he was so. I cool. thought he had some of the best moments in oh, the yeah. trailer. He is mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, I, I, I love. <laughs> I love. And he's like, honestly, like he would not it. have to say a word. He could just go on that screen <laughs> no, and like. Fortunately, he's one of those pretty people that you you don't have to mute the TV. You don't. He can act. He can't. He's not. Beautiful. He's not at what Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> he tried, man. He did, but dadgummit, they shouldn't have given him a talking part. <laughs> he gave him. Ben. They gave him. He had to learn an accent. <laughs> Poorly. Bless it. Good old cute. Gambit. Cute. <laughs> wow. Horrible, but cute. But he's so cute. So cute. Should never, <laughs> never open his mouth. I think more than yeah, Okay, okay. Uh, as far as acting goes, he's in a movie called The Normal Heart. It's on HBO. Who is? is it a recent Taylor movie? Kitch? Yeah. Oh, really? It's in the last couple of years. It's Has it improved? It's really good. You because I love The Covenant. Well, this is a drama. So it is, uh, com- there's like. Well, I mean, so was Friday Night Lights, and there was like 10 seasons. <laughs> I was saying, he's good in this book. It's called The Normal, it's called the normal Heart. It also stars uh, Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Um, but no, I think the trailer was absolutely beautiful. The music was amazing. It gave me chills. Everybody looked so stunning. Their outfits were on point. Cyborg looks like you like honestly like made the animated cyborg and comic book cyborg like real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Diana's still getting up there and overshadowing all the men. Everyone, she's in her yeah. scene. all I'm the like, time. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I love that she has such a like large presence. Still, I'm like, yeah. put her next to Jason by my way. She's still gonna be like. Well, see, I love that three shot with uh, with the three of them, like mm-hmm. her and she's her and in Jason the lead. And, was it Cyborg? And Cyborg, yeah. yeah. And she's in the lead, yeah. It's, and she yeah. looks bigger than they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she can co- she can command, and not because yeah. like. Oh yeah, she's pretty to look at. Yeah, she's pretty to look at. But she's there's something so exotic about her as well that yeah. you're just like, and it's so like she's she just embodies Diana. Like she gets out there and she's like, you're gonna listen to me. High praise. You're gonna do what I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she is. It is. It's a very high praise. Like I y'all y'all know you remember the first few episodes. I was not a fan. <laughs> Yep. Was not on no, she wasn't gal. poor gal. God love her. <laughs> but you know, this is this is my Beauty and the Beast. I take hey. it back. <laughs> she could still be a little more full figured. It's fine, but she still has I a good love tone. She does. Oh, yeah. Like she, 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 she just commands the attention and the power that she has. Like it's believable. Unlike Mira, who. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Like the, her the, outfit looked good, right? Is it in the in the short three and a half seconds that she was on screen? Which is she all I need to see her for. Fine, like I, you know. And I'm almost. I'm actually impressed with kind of with the um, 
with the water sequences the way it looks. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. It does look very natural. Really yeah, it looks very natural. It doesn't look like the people like trying to hold their breath underwater. <laughs> no, I think it like honestly, and also we're gonna talk about my favorite line. We're gonna talk about my favorite line. It's good to see you working with a team or other people again, mm-hmm. again. <laughs> One more again. time for the people in the back. Again, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Hashtag Bat Family or best. Which again, I mean, it's again. it opens up to many more stories to be told um, in Batman standalone movies. It definitely can pivot into a Nightwing movie, mm-hmm. and it'll pivot into the uh, piece of news we're going to talk about later, as far as Josh Whedon and his new project. But on the trailer front, so the consensus on Justice League is we're all going to see it. Oh my absolutely. god, it's amazing! Yes, yes. yes. absolutely. Yeah, it's like I mean, even. You know, the conspicuous absence of Superman is still something that, you know, is something I want to see because that shot with Lois oh. on the street, like, mm-hmm. I, you know. I want to know what they're going to do. Exactly. I wanna, How I, they're going to do want, it. Yeah, I, mean, I want to see that. <laughs> and it might actually make sense for that flashback scene in BVS with Flash going into the, uh, going into towns like she, that Lois is the key to all this mm-hmm. because it yeah. could be a whole, you know, dark side brings uh, Superman back to life and uses him as a, uh, Ooh, yeah. that would be crazy. Yeah. And turns him against the league. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, which would give us kind of our like injustice kind of, yeah, the yeah. whole black suit Ooh, Superman okay. thing. I cannot yeah. wait to see the black suit. I just Everything. <laughs> I love Superman and everyone that disagrees with me, I do not care. <laughs> but my <Mic> job. <laughs> and so November, Justice League. I'm so excited. It looks so good. I'm so pumped and I just want a too many jokes. There was like three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- like you, go read an original Batman comic. Like just don't read a comic one. at all. You cannot please a fanboy nation. There's always gonna be the one there's the comic book. Especially Especially, Bad word. especially the Marvel fanatics who are absolute. It's honestly, it's like Democrats and Republicans now. Mm. It's like the one side loves Marvel and, ha- and the only way they can love Marvel is by hating DC. And the other side, if they love DC, it's only because they hate Marvel more. And they hate Marvel. <laughs> more. Like, I mean, I get that, it's but like, you only lo- you only love Marvel and are advocate for Marvel because they finally got their movie formula right. Talk about their old ones that they sucked at. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like. They stumbled on a few. There's things like you. Can, they can both exist. Yes, yes, they can, and they can both they be good. It doesn't have to be one-upping one another. Right, and both be great. Just it's be like, freaking great. Right, exactly. That just, we have them all. Thank you. If you're yeah. fans, be li- be libertarian. Be, be, be third. Be third party. About yeah, it. be third party. Be grateful for what you get, and mm-hmm. stop saying there's too many jokes. There's not enough jokes. Oh, I can't believe we destroyed a fake city. Because <laughs> you're being ridiculous. We're literally. Like comparing you to Trump supporters right now. That's how ridiculous you're being. <laughs> because let understand it go. that. Let it go. Let it go. Nah, we're getting political. We're going anyway. to stop being political. So, <laughs> anyways, it looks fantastic. Love it. Yeah. Ten out of ten. So, next trailer, the new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer that dropped this week. What are we thinking? I loved it. I did not. I mean, <laughs> I was not impressed with the first one. The only shot I really liked was the whole. Was the Iron Man scene at the end? Mm-hmm. I liked all of the Robert Downey Jr. scenes in the in that first trailer, and my whole thing about Spider Man Homecoming was, and, I, and I've said it before, it was like there was almost nothing in it that didn't look like something I had already seen before. Mm-hmm. This new trailer, I 
I strike that. Strike that, I take it back. There's a lot of shots in there that I actually enjoyed. I loved the spider tracer. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the spider tracer coming out of the suit. I loved I loved all the scenes between Peter and Ned and Ned Leeds. Mm-hmm. I thought those were those were amazing. I thought Yes. I thought it was like <laughs> I was those, like, who's Ned? <laughs> oh, Fanboy Nation. Attack! <laughs> Bring it! No, but uh, I mean, I didn't know who Ned was until these trailers because I was uh, I was looking for Harry Osborn and who is he? I mean, yeah, I they, thought no, I thought he was Genki. Forced. I thought he was a. Uh, isn't that how you say it? Genki, uh, Miles' best friend, Miles Morales. Yeah, now I know yeah. who you're talking about, but no. yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's who I thought he was going to be, but, I mean... I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read a lot of uh, Spider-Man comic books. I'm not even Fanboy Nation. If your feelings get hurt over three jokes, don't want to miss Ned Leeds was a journalist for the da- for the Daily Bugle alongside Peter. Like, they both came up together. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Ned Leeds becomes the Hobgoblin. Oh, not good. Is that his name? Yes. What was that accent? <laughs> I don't know what just happened to I me. Saying, was it, was, did I get I don't think I did. I, I, did, I did. I did. I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. In my mind. But I love the scenes between the Spider-Man two. Yeah, I love the scenes between the two of them because it's it was always interesting. Like, honestly, in the other movies, I could never understand how Peter and Harry Osborn were friends. Bestie. Like, they never seemed to talk he about anything. He becomes a Hulk Yeah, he does. Aww. Yeah. So sad. All his, all of Peter's best friends become douchebags at some point. Pretty much, they all but, have their turn. Yeah, because in in their in their not. defense, Peter's not like an awesome friend. Yeah, he's <laughs> always not. He's God not, bless him. Not the best. He's got not his, the best of friends. He's got his own stuff to deal with. But I I, I loved those scenes. I loved the uh, again. There was almost I mean, you can't not love RDJ as mm-hmm. as Iron Man. I liked. I really liked the scene. I really liked when he like walked out of the suit and had the oh, conver- yeah. had the conversation with Peter on the bridge about you know, um, and Peter's like you know I was just trying to be like you and he's like no I need you to be better. Tony's learned a few things from our last uh, encounter. Yeah. He said I need you to be better than me. I'm just gonna hide my um, <laughs> my feelings. We'll meet on on Tumblr. <laughs> 10 Eastern, we'll talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But everything, I'm leaving but that honestly, there. <laughs> everything in it worked. Even I mean, even the Vulture. And I've, like, Vulture has always been like the my least favorite Spider Man yeah. villain. But, like, Keaton's t- Keaton tears up the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, all those scenes are just he like, he so looks like, amazing. When he. What he means to be like maniacal and stuff, mm-hmm. he's terrifying to look at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just because you're just like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Please never again. So I really love. But when he wants to be funny and lot, he can be. Yeah. But he turns the, the serious on you're like, ooh, sir, I'm so sorry. And I mean, so I mean, sorry. Right. And Keaton, you know, Keaton started as a comedian. I mean, stuff like, you I mean, know, he's like funny. night shift and all the rest of it. But like, just the the he's so menacing. Yes. In that trailer. And the fact that he has like a, like what it's looking like is that he has like a beef with Stark, is some, mm-hmm. is also something that's going to be interesting. It's like it's I think it's also going to be something that kind of like weaves the world together, like brings yeah. brings them more into the MCU fold, and that yeah. I'm looking forward to. Well, I think that um, I had read that, that 
Michael Keaton's character, well, the Vulture, uh, his whole thing is supposed to be that he actually owns a junkyard, and he's the one that's been cleaning up after the superheroes. Yeah, I heard about that. That that, that they're going to be that they're going to introduce damage, the damage control, right? And so his beef with Stark is that Stark's taking over that business by being the one who is controlling what Mm. happens, and so he is the one who brings in damage control and puts the Vulture out of business, and so it ticks him off and. He builds cool things and gets in a fight. Could have used that money somewhere else, but you know, <laughs> which kind of you know again kind of makes it kind of makes sense. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's it's a weird pathology, but it makes sense. Yeah. In, you know, in that world, I, I was like, I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, so I just text my brother actually because he's a huge <laughs> Spider-Man fan. Like that's mm-hmm. his favorite of all time. Yeah, but he did not like the first trailer. Yeah, really? At all? Like I said, I didn't. He hate, hated it. I didn't wow. hate it, but it just did. Like there was nothing in it that I had not already seen. No, before. Trace absolutely did not like it, and so I'm anxious to see what he because Trace you know, doesn't like the high school Spider Man very much. No, he either. does. It's just he didn't like the, the the dude. Yeah, the dude or that his friends or he felt that Spider it was being too forced. Mm-hmm. That it was just like forced quirky, mm-hmm. yeah, forced awkward, forced whatever. And so I'm anxious to see what he, because he's kind of what I gauge. You know, I love Spider-Man, like, in my own right. But I'm not like, oh, my God, this is going to make or break me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, what's his name? Tom. Tom. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Holland. He, he's growing on me a little bit. Um, I like him. I think he's a good he's, Peter Parker. He's a good he's baby good. Peter. He's, he's growing on me. Um, I'll have to see him in a variety of scenes to where it's not just... Quirky, being funny, <laughs> and all that stuff. So I'll, I'll have to say that. But I think he has a lot of potential, and I don't. I, did, I I'm cutting him some slack. I'm excited about it because I think it'll be a cool dynamic with uh, the whole thing with Tony Stark taking away his suit, um, yeah. where he, he doesn't have his suit that he, he had through Civil War the whole time. Um, I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he goes back the, to basically trying to discover himself. It was really funny. Is he almost kind of looks like Ben Riley. In that uh, in the little <laughs> makeshift suit with the uh, with the sweatshirt, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like really that suit. He presses the center of it, and it like conforms to him. him. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how smart is that though? Right. And I like that you had he had the little the little whatever at one point. I was really excited about the Captain America thing. So in the scene in the gym uh, where he's kind of joking about, he's like, "I stole that guy's shield," stuff like that. Um, so you notice that this is post Civil War. You've got Captain America on the TV. Technically, he's a traitor of the United States right now. Um, with everything that went down in Civil War, he's against the Accords. Uh, he's a wanted man. So why is he on why a high school sh- TV like, screen? Yeah, they look like they, a pre-recorded old. Well, it looked like well, right. Yeah, it looked like it was an old. But, like, uh, at but that if point, he, why would you be like a health it? film? Exactly. So the theory right now, just based on the trailer, is that Tony Stark's covering up what happened, what really happened during Civil War. <laughs> exactly. So he's waiting for that. He's covering. <laughs> he's covering for Cap. Um, because he doesn't want Sorry. that to get out and everything and what actually happened. And so that would... Because personally, I mean, you're not going to see somebody who is branded a traitor to the United States on... Being played a, a, in high school. Yeah, but you know, played in high school. let you read, like, certain books right. because of, like, 
they're going to restrict that. And so the fact that Cap is able to show up on that, and it could just be just a theory. But um, I saw be that looking too far, but it's a good right. theory. <laughs> because if you think about it, because that's that's the whole thing with the MCU is that everything does have ramifications, if unless you're part of the TV or Netflix. Um, <laughs> but uh, all the movies do have something to do with each other, and you can't just ignore post. Uh, post or it's Civil War. Yeah, I mean it happened. So I'm sorry, I take it back. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah. Just got a little, a little bit of news. It's kind of an exclusive. I don't know if it's necessary. I can't verify it other than the fact that it's on Variety, and I tend to believe like Variety when they say something. Mm-hmm. But and you know, this is still kind of on the, is this I'm hot off the press? At, <laughs> I'm looking at Stephanie. Why? <laughs> because it looks like someone is in talks to play Nala in the uh, Lion King movie, hey. and that would be Beyonce. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay Stephanie weigh in no <laughs> so it was like I'm not even touching that one the world I'm not giving the world ammo I love her she's awesome I think she's great let her be Sarabi and call it a day <laughs> there you go yeah why Nala like I'm like Beyonce I love you honey but you ain't like you, you getting up there <laughs> you ain't young anymore sweetheart <laughs> They're gonna. She's Beyonce. She'll get to do whatever she wants to do because you've earned it, Princess. Good job. But no, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's still unverified, but it is something that's please God know, that's going to get traction until she. I mean, because honestly, until she, until she says something, her camp says something where she's not in talks. You might as well, you I think might as well just kind of take it I think it she's as, a great person. Oh, yeah. Has anyone ever seen her act? Yes. Yeah, in that one movie, that Obsession or whatever no, it was? No, no, she's She's acted in quite a few movies. Yeah, um, which one? Other Cadillac than? Records, she was really good in. Uh, Dream uh, Girls. Dream Girls, she was really good in. Um, there's a movie she did, Defining Temptations, that was really good. Okay, where um, she either played um, the bad B word or herself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I do. I really do. I think she's fantastic. I think she does a lot of things. I love that she's so vocal. But like Nala, though, like be Sarabi, though. She'd be awesome for Sarabi. Give Sarabi a singing part if she must. <laughs> if she must. <laughs> well, technically, Nala didn't have one except for like. She can you feel the love? One song, except, for the, except for half the. Not even really like half because half most of it was not the. <laughs> just a few lines inside of Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Oh my God, we're never going to get anywhere if I keep insulting people. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm the reason the ship will sink. I, you know why? If we get any kind of popular, be like, she badmouth Beyonce. <laughs> I know that's like the 14th commandment. I apologize. It's going to be like that Saturday Night Live sketch. You're going to get a knock from the Bajancy. <laughs> the Bajancy? No, I, lo- I love Beyonce. I think, but I think she just needs to work oh, on God, her Oh, God, have you skills. not seen that sketch? Yes, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I don't feel like, I feel like voice acting mm-hmm. is harder, you know, because like, no, I can't, you have to put all sense. your inflection into your voice, which mm-hmm. she actually, she might be better at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She actually might be better than that. Not that she's not beautiful. And I love looking at her in her movie. She's fantastic and flawless. Yes, Queen. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. just so the internet doesn't hate me. I think you know, so that might actually that might yeah. for her for be a voice actor. So okay, that might. Danny, cut some of that out. <laughs> <laughs> because the Beyonce army <laughs> will come for me. <laughs> and I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> 
Daddy badmouth Beyonce, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those moments. It's like you know that super proud fan cast. Yeah, I listened to him until she insulted Beyonce, and um, I don't need that kind of trash in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's honestly going to be me. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> and to our next trailer, Ned. At this point, let's say many of us saw. One did not. Okay, I'm tapping out of this. <laughs> you can keep remake. giving me that look. I ain't watching it. <laughs> the remake of Stephen King's It. Nope. Oh, that trailer was so amazing. I have never seen It, and that was terrifying. So amazing. I love, I love the book. I love the original movie. I love the, I love the character Pennywise. That was, that was an amazing trailer. Stephanie, what did you think? Um, well, um, clowns are not my fave. <laughs> but I don't. I could not. I cannot watch this in theaters. I'm just letting you all know. Oh, we're going. I'm like we're going together. No, no, I, no, no, no. Together, I, I love horror <laughs> movies, and I I dig like remakes of old school horror movies, mm-hmm. just because I believe that's the gen, you know, the genuine form of horror, and Man. not just you know gore porn. But that's a whole mm-hmm. different podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist. Sorry, or that I'm not on. Anyways. <laughs> But um, I think it's it looks very good, like production wise. Like it looks, I, it's yeah. Not, there was some genuine kind of like moments that yeah. I thought would be that, you know. And again, I know the story. I know every part of that story backwards and forwards. See, I don't. So there were a couple of like moments that genuinely like that. If I were, if I did have the ability to be scared, I would have been scared. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying like that. Just like, like if I felt things. Exactly. You know, if if I were if I were prone to fear, um, but uh, it was just like just the the moment in the cellar when he you know when he you know runs at Bill. I was like, ooh, that's that's different. Yeah, that was a little jarring. That was, like, <laughs> that was absolutely terrifying. Sounds like it would. Have been. I think it looks. <laughs> I think it looks good, and it doesn't look like. What I meant to say is like it doesn't look like they're. I was afraid of the production. I was like, oh my God, are they going to try to make this super creep? You know? But they didn't with as far as like the normal stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. But Bill Skarsgård is an interesting looking man (laughs) by Mm -hmm. himself. I love him. If you have not watched Hemlock Grove, it is awkward and weird, but it is brilliant and beautiful. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. You know, this is awkward and weird. You have to preface it like that yeah. because you'll understand once you watch it. You will, you will, but it's, it's very weird. It's fantastic. Like yes. I love him. I think he's he has such a presence, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like really tall and like that whole family is just like made out of yeah. some kind of acting gold. Yeah. yeah, and he's just really good. But seeing him, like holy crap, I'm just like, oh my god, because Tim Curry has that same really- like. Yeah, and what's really interesting, like in the whole trailer, he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see how his what his voice sounds like, partially because I'm like, are they going to like manipulate it? Because he has a slight accent when he speaks; mm-hmm. like you can hear it sometimes, um, kind of like you can with. So with anything, especially with the character of Pennywise, it has to be a voice that is enticing to children. Yeah, it can't be a can't be a creepy voice. It can't yeah. be too low. It can't be too high because then it's because then it's uh, comical. Yeah. But it has to be something that is Melo- like right melodic, melodic. Something that something that a child would respond to yeah. positively. And I think he could he could I do that very well. Respond to it positively. <laughs> Jenna's, Jenna's biggest fear is clowns. Okay, biggest fear is clowns. But it looks very interesting. But that end scene where he's just 
doing this weird crab walk thing. Like, I don't know. Like, what? I don't. Hey, why'd you do that? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if he's like, what's going on with him? But that was scary. When he was just like, I can't even describe the thing, the, what it I'm just, doing with it, my hands. It looked amazing. It, it did. Looked it looked great. good. And I can't wait for it. It looked terrifying. And the, fact that it, and the fact that they're breaking it up into two films. Is, oh, really? Yeah. They're going to do one where it's them as the kids, and then the second part is going to be when they're adults. In a mental institution? Because that's where I would be. Just like, (laughs) no, because in the book. um, How does one lead a normal life? I say, in the book, they've pretty they've forgotten what happened as adults. They what? forgot what happened when they were kids because they all they moved, blocked it out because they all moved out of Derry. And I'm it, like, how? Well, how thing, do you forget? That, I haven't okay, forgotten it. So here's the thing: <laughs> it didn't here's even happen thing. to me. Saying, so in the in the book, in the book, like Derry, the town mm-hmm. is part of it. Oh, so if okay. you leave Derry, you forget anything that happened. There's a reason why the people Can who li- said so the people who live in Derry. <laughs> The reason why they still live there is that they forget about all the kids that disappear and all the tragedies that happen. They, oh, that's they up. right? They compartmentalize it, like and their kids and people disappear all the time, but they don't. But they don't think about it because the town is part of it. Like it has, you know, it's it's taken over that part of the brain. So once once they all moved away as adults, they forgot everything about Derry until it comes until it came back. No. And then all those memories started to come back, and then they had to cut, and then they have to go back. And then things start oh, crawling out of the a, drain. White, <laughs> white padded room. Mm-hmm. So they're breaking up. The, they're breaking the movie into two parts. So the first one is going to be when they were kids, and the second was going to be when they're adults. That's awesome. Okay. Awesome. And, and they didn't do that in the original, right? Term. I mean, no, like, they, okay. well, in the original, in the original <laughs> movie, they did it as a TV movie. They did it as like a mini series, so they okay. did like the whole story. But the book is broken up into two di- into those two time periods. Ah, okay. Like, because originally there, it takes place in 1955 when they're all kids, and then the second part is 30 years later, 1985, when they come back as adults. Oh, okay, sweet. Because there's a cycle to uh-huh. when it emerges. Of course, there oh. is. Yeah. Why not? This is a weird side note. Mm-hmm. You said it's a, there's a cycle. It reminded me of Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> Sorry, it just it did. I think they're making a new one. Jeepers Creepers? I have no idea. I don't know. Jeepers Creepers also scarred me as a child, but that is because my sister made me watch it when I was like 10 or 11 at like midnight with her and her friends and we had this big glass door in this apartment that did not have curtains for some reason and I swear to you someone walked past the door in this apartment complex (laughs) and their shadow just slowly creeped across the entire living room where we were sitting in the pitch black watching this movie and then I had to sleep by myself (laughs) and I crawled to the bed with my daddy that that night I was like daddy I'm scared (laughs) <laughs> and I thought that movie was dumb. It, it was, was terrifying at midnight moronic. to an eleven-year-old. Okay, have moronic. The bad creature it, that steals body parts. Yeah, I like the one the the one where the school bus. Mm-hmm. The second one. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I mean, I like Jeepers Creepers two more of the same. Jeepers <laughs> Creepers two was a little. Jeepers Creepers two was better. No, sit down. Mm. Bye. Anyway, moving on. What's next? You know what? I don't value <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> Darren, what did you think of they? They. They. Do you ever watch they? Which one? There's more than one version. Like Wes Craven's They. That was okay. I mean, I like. Uh, I I love Wes Craven most of the time. I think sometimes when he goes a little bit far afield, I think his movies can 
know, they can be interesting visually, but just not good movies. See, that movie also also terrified me. Yeah. It still terrifies me. Like, I, I tried rewatching it. Yeah. One of those movies you're like, oh, I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Nope. Like, <laughs> we, we watched They instead. I spent half that movie in the movie theater bathroom, just letting you know. Um, <laughs> but I rewatched it as an adult, and it still terrified me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I tried to rewatch Pet Cemetery as, like, mostly adult, and I, I couldn't still. I still can't. I refuse. I didn't know. Bye. <laughs> Anyways. Scary movies. <laughs> Okay, so last <laughs> last trailer slash promo we're going to talk about is the season seven promo for Game of Thrones. Yes. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it's really could just kind of like as far as the, the tra- as far as trailers go, it's very you know it's very promo esque. It's not showing anything about the season. It's really just almost the three warring factions kind of taking their the only three left t- right taking yeah. their seats so you have like you know you have Jon Snow taking his taking his seat at the head of the table at Winterfell you got uh, Danny sitting wherever the hell she's sitting because I don't know where she is I know that throne looks so cool yeah no it does like what was that maybe it's Iron Isles or something but something yeah. like that probably but and then you have Cersei, you know, taking her taking her seat on the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just kind of all, like, preparing. But there's a moment when Cersei, like, like blows some cold breath. And then you pan out for the eye of the uh, Night King. And um, that's a little... Uh, that, like opens it, up, that, that opens up yeah. a lot of questions. It's like, it mind. could be nothing. It could just be like, oh, this was a fun way for us to like, oh, because she's something. pure evil and he's pure evil. But I mean, come on. Yeah, oh, it's Game it's of Thrones. No, I something think, wrong. I think it's more as you're all worried about this throne and I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't but want why, the... I don't want the, the thing, but why Cersei, though? Why couldn't it have been... It, it could have been anybody. Could they could be have, out to And frankly, her, it, could have, it could have close... If you're that talking about closer, me. it would have been John. It would because irritate... Because he's closer yeah. to the, he's closer to the wall. Him. But it would irritate mm-hmm. me if the... the what's the, what's Night King. Night King had any alliances. If he plays the game, that will irritate me. It will me too, like... You don't need to have a political alliance, dude. You're dead. <laughs> Did you see the promo picture with the Night King on an ice dragon? Which is fine. I'm but sorry. I'm just saying. I missed that. You didn't see that? What? It? No. Oh, my God. You did not. Oh, on Danny. An ice dragon? Oh, Danny. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes sense. That's because awesome. if the dra- I mean, it can be reanimated. That's fine. But if, if the Night King plays the game... Of Thrones, <laughs> I will be so dead. Like I'll just be like, okay, awesome, great. See, I don't th- see the way I took that in the trailer was more of the the that winter is kind of more far reaching now because um, it's not yeah, just it's never in the north. Touched. My sweet right. summer child. It, yes, it, it never touched uh, around King's Landing. Yeah, King's Landing. It never got there. But with her blowing that cold air, I think that it was kind of symbolic in it. Oh my God, that's amazing, Darren. Why haven't you shown me that sooner? Why do I have to be your? Because you're the finder of things. I'm just saying, like I'm not your it dealer. Even look the provider of awesome. <laughs> okay, I'll, I can provide many things, but I can't. But I'm not your. I'm not your geek dealer. <laughs> but Darren, yes, you are. <laughs> Let's awesome, be honest though. here. Okay, I got you. All right. Alright, so I, I was de- I was derelict in my duty. That does look awesome. I just don't want Cersei to win. 
ever. I don't anything. think she will. No. I don't want her to win is, ever. Though, the thing is, though, is that I don't think that she's... Him, she can't win. Well, and that's the thing is that I don't think that she's going to continue to win. Now, she's going to keep feeling like she's winning and keep feeling like she's has, she has the throne and things like that. But eventually, it is going to catch up with her. Um, it's just not going to be when we want it to because that's not life. No, of course not. Because <laughs> why would we watch Game of Thrones if we wanted things? I know. It's personal torture. And I'm um, like, how much can you really win when all of your children are dead? A lot when you're selfish. <laughs> True. <laughs> and your crutches for not being a crappy person are now gone. Yep. So, bye. But I, like, <laughs> dream scene, her head on, a, like, a pike, just <laughs> in the north <laughs> somewhere. Eventually. It's coming. Because we Come have, on what, one more here. scene after this? Yeah. yeah. Daenerys just ate season, one more heart. Sorry, one more season after this? <laughs> yeah, see, yeah so, season yeah, eight's going to be the end. Yep. Yeah, seven and eight. Can Daenerys just eat her heart, though? Just one more. Oh, that would be awesome. What was that song, though? That was such an abnormal That was amazing. It was very, like, haunting. Really? You didn't like it? It was interesting. I'm going to look it up. It was odd. It didn't fit to me. Like, the lyrics did, but the song. I was just like, this is Game of Thrones. What is this? It's different. I liked it. I love the kind of Celtic rhythm that it jumped into a little bit after, too, because it was the straight walk. And then all of a sudden, it was almost like a little dance. <laughs> I think it was just it. his voice that threw me off. Like, he was very, like, like folk country, and I just don't associate folk country <laughs> with Game of Thrones. Like, well, I was just like... Can't, sound, can't sound like... But why not? <laughs> because that's boring. <laughs> Apparently, it's by a 90s alternative band called James, and the song is called Sit Down. Really? And it's 90s, and I'm button too impressed. I'm just like, well, it's a band from Manchester. Manchester, England. England. That doesn't even make it England. <laughs> but I, liked, I did like it, I, because it was so unexpected, I think. That's why I liked it, because I'm like, ooh. I didn't hate it. It's just, it was weird. It just, it was a little it, off-putting. I thought but it, I liked it. it I'm with you. I got you. <laughs> Boom! Friendship <laughs> high five. Bye. Well, so they're best known for. We're gonna have to like fill one okay. so they like, give so many side. They're looks. best known for the song "Laid," <laughs> which is a song Cute. from the American Pie movies. You know, this bed is on fire. Oh, yes. That's, okay, that's them. <laughs> All right. So we go this from Game of Thrones to American Pie. This time in Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play that instead of telling somebody to sit down. <laughs> instead of saying, down, have down, all down, down. Like, sit down. But I think I like. I loved how all their expressions were. They were both like. They were all like somber expressions, but they were all like different. Mm-hmm. Well, I like John's though because his wasn't the same as the other two. Because he didn't. Want he to was play. exactly. He was reluctant. You could see it in his face too. That's what I really liked too. Because I honestly, that boy, he honestly, just wants to go think home. about it. Yes. Cersei, people can you know, yeah, whatever. Her, she's lost all her kids. John's lost the most mm-hmm. because he was the last dit. He was the last like mem- like member that would mm-hmm. ever get to sit at that chair. Oh yeah. So that means that everyone else is gone. Mm-hmm. And well. so now it's like, well, here you go. And everybody else is like, yes, I'm on my throne. Yes, even though I love Danny Queen, keep doing your business. It's great. Love you. <laughs> yeah, and that's the contrast is like there are people that want you know vying for power and vying for position and vying for you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically vying for power, and John's the one who just does not. He doesn't want it. He just kind of has no choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's his destiny. It's right or wrong at this yeah. point in his mind. It's mm-hmm. right or wrong, which is Daenerys is kind of right or wrong ish. 
ish. Yeah. Very, very much ish. She, she really yeah, she walks good, that line. No, yeah, she. <laughs> yeah. She does good things. Right. You with know. good intentions. She right. wants I think justice. Yeah, she wants yeah. justice, but yeah, she's. There yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Cersei just. Cersei has power, and that's all she's ever wanted. That's all she wanted. She always wanted power, and she always wanted to be considered powerful the same way like her father was the same way her brother was being groomed to be like she's like i said she's one of those she was one of those people who didn't understand why she had to take a back seat to all the men in her life mm-hmm. and she's done what she has to do in order to basically be on the throne so i that and i can even being a crappy mother yeah yep but the thing is, everything else, everything that Cersei was always just an extension of her own ego. Mm-hmm. So it's like this, those children that she had were for position. Oh my God! Could you not? Could all three of them not be ego, super ego, and id though? Yeah, that's very true. That's <laughs> wow! Getting deep. Mm-hmm. Wow! Somebody says psychological psychology. psychological corner. I love it. I just really like. I was like, as soon as she, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my god yeah. yes look it up <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> alright so in other news in other news okay. as we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Buffy the Vampire Slayer which aired this month can I like ago. real quick yeah. just like mm, I have an issue with that 20th anniversary photo shoot they released because the one from I got traumatized because mm-hmm. I thought that Giles had died. I got to the end of that photo <laughs> and I saw that painting of him at this photo shoot and I about lost my mind because I thought Anthony Head was dead and I was not okay. I was like, did Giles die? What? No, he she ain't really dead. Did. He just couldn't be there. I was very upset. I teared up. I was I was very upset. Like she was like we had a moment of silence. <laughs> It was rough. It was a bad time. <laughs> it terrified just broke me. The soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's not over very, it. I'm, not I'm over only it. partially deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he had to switch ears. <laughs> Did you have to switch ears? No, you have enough in. Oh, you have, well, I, you have one ear out. Well, we will reach out. Aside from that, everyone looks awesome. Yeah, we'll um, definitely reach out to Anthony Stewart. He, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. He tried really hard to be there. It's whoever decided we're going to do a painted portrait of him to memorize, to memor, memorialize, commemorate him. Thank you. <laughs> That's the word I was going for. Okay. Memorialize <laughs> him because he can't be here, not because he's not with us. <laughs> we should have verified that and like just, clarified you know, at some I mean, point. My thing, you know, you're Entertainment Weekly. I'm relatively sure you know what Photoshop is. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a poor choice. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But it anyway, was just, it was just all like awesome. especially when you bring back Buffy's mom, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he was. So it was like after. it was during a tech rehearsal, like of something big he's working on, mm-hmm. and like literally, like he tried really hard to be there. I had to look it up. I had to verify that he was still alive. I want to read his tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can we talk about how, like, half the cast is just not aged at all, and the other half just... I mean, they look their age. It's been 20 years. But, like, David Boreanaz, I was just like, Angels? Boreanaz. What, what is his name? David Boreanaz. Boreanaz. I've always called him Boreanaz. <laughs> Sorry, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you actually a vampire? Like, there's not he even any gray. He though. looks so good. I was like, you literally look like you have, like, 
maybe not baby angel, like maybe Angelus, but um, <laughs> still, like Spike over here looking like Spike's daddy. <laughs> wow. Angel is just like, I ain't changed. <laughs> Charisma's the same way. Like Cordelia's over there with her like sexy Harlequin pose. Like what's she doing laying across a table? And she got Wesley who, I mean, Wesley. I didn't know who he was. I thought he was Grandpa for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm bitter at all of you. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. It's always my favorite. Uh, Spike is my favorite. Spike is still my favorite. Spike will always be my favorite. He looks the same to me. I think that I think he looks older with the brun- with the brunette hair though. He looks so much older, Darren. Like every part of him looks old. I think he's shrunk in his old age already. Well, he always like, look, he's always. Looked- <laughs> I still find him very attractive, but I mean, we obviously can't have like a, a come together like episode or anything because he was a vampire and we can't make vampires age and he's aged. <laughs> we had to CGI that. We ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> but so no. as you were saying, Darren. <laughs> Anyways, continue your thought before I went on my rant. <laughs> anyway, with the 20th anniversary of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, <laughs> we got news that uh, creator and writer Joss Whedon will be writing, directing, and executive producing a Batgirl movie for Warner Brothers and the DC Expanded Universe. I am excited about this. What do we all think? I'm excited because I love Joss <coughs> Whedon and everything he is and everything he's done. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't expect to be disappointed because he made Buffy and Serenity, Firefly, and Age of Ultron, and the other Avengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Avengers. Avengers. I had to make the sure Avengers. I was watching. Yeah. I was like, wait, which one did he do? <laughs> <laughs> All of which I loved. And there's much, m- much, many, many more things <laughs> that Joss Whedon said that I can't remember right now. But I know that none of them I hated. I didn't hate any of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on board with it. Like, I think if... Um, I think if they let, if uh, Warner Brothers lets Josh Wheaton do his version of Batgirl, I think they won't be disappointed. I think if they spend too much time like micromanaging the production, which I've which I've heard has been an issue with one of the reasons why they can't seem to keep a director for a lot of their projects, then I think you're going to run into it. But I think I think Josh Wheaton has enough like personal and professional cachet to be able to tell the studio leave me alone let me do let me do my thing you won't be disappointed i mean that was something that he had to deal with with marvel as well through age of ultron and everything he had talked about how they kind of micromanaged him and so he's no stranger to that so i wouldn't be surprised if he was like hey sit down i got this Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he got kind of fed up with that too, didn't he? Because he's not doing any more. And I think that's the thing. I think that's yeah. part of the reason why. I think it's part of the reason why he's doing this is because he's not coming. He's not coming on board to do like a Superman or a Batman or a Justice League movie. He's doing Batgirl, and I'm not saying I'm not diminishing Batgirl as a character. But I'm saying is that the stakes are a lot lower for a Batgirl for film. People. Versus, <laughs> overall, he can he can do it for less money. He can do it a lot. Oh, yeah. He can do a lot better story without having to have it, you know, branch into every other part of the DCU. 
And I think he can tell a more personal story. And the, again, like I said, those stakes are lower. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, I don't think he's he he can do a movie where he doesn't have the weight of the DC universe on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. So where would the Batgirl and Nightwing movies fall, though? Because I mean, I, I, obviously, we don't have all the movies out yet. We know what's been planned and things like that. But where would those fall in the DCEU? Well, what we've—I mean, honestly, what we've known, what we know so far is that Batman, like Ben Affleck's Batman, has been Batman for years, mm-hmm. like for many years. This isn't like he's not come. Isn't there's been there's no like Batman origin story where he's just kind of come on the scene. So there are there's a, a myriad of stories that could have been told before BVS. After BVS, before Justice League, after Justice League, like you can almost set Nightwing and Batgirl up in in stories completely outside of the Justice League canon, but still in the same world because you have because you've had him have a career as Batman. And again, even going back to what Stephanie said, like from the Justice League trailer, it's good to see you working with people again. I mean, it, they they they've almost set it up so that that so that those two films can be a possibility at any point. Which I think would be really good. If we did do a prequel, though, how cool would it be? Like for like the very last scene to be her opening the door and Joker be there in Hawaiian shirt. They tried that recently. I don't want but to talk about. This it. is different people. <laughs> I'm just saying, animated. like, the very, we don't even, I mean, they could incorporate if they want to, but, like, the very last scene of that movie, like, maybe even after credit, just be her opening the door. No, because the, that's not Jaw style. I know, but it yeah, would still be that, beautiful. Right, Female doesn't win, would, if, right. win if that happens. How beautiful. It would, it would be beautiful. The only other issue is that is then you, is that you've then, you know, hamstring yourself from ever doing a sequel. Yeah. Pretty so much, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do another no, Batgirl sequel. No, you'd have an Oracle. Right, but you wouldn't be able to do another <laughs> Batgirl sequel. And I'm relatively sure before they would do something like Oracle, they'd want to have at least two or three Batgirl movies beforehand. You only really need one really good one. I'm just saying, just from a from a marketing perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. If that being the case, then why would they make another Suicide Squad movie? So what would you want to see in a Batgirl movie? Mm-hmm. Stephanie. Stephanie. Um, Barbara being intelligent, first and foremost. Um, very headstrong, very stubborn because she is. I really um, don't want hipster Barbara. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't want hipster Barbara. I want Bar. Like, the essence of Barbara, to me, is someone who. She's a good moral compass, but she always kind of like argue, like argues with herself a little bit about what's right and wrong. Um, and she's very much human, but she's intelligent, mm-hmm. and she's going to do what she believes is right at the end of the day. Like yes, you can give her advice. You can tell her all this. And it's not like she does it. It's not like she disregards your opinion, but she's like, no, I've got to do this because I think this is right. She's uh, you know headstrong, but not in the way where she's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes she makes bad choices. But we're all <laughs> human here. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the core, I need her to be believably intelligent, not intelligent as. Oh, she does math problems on a board that really don't mean anything. Look, she's smart. No, I need situations that show me that she's intelligent and she's different from the people around her. And I think as a character, as a character, that's absolutely true because 
more often than not, Barbara's always been, uh, uh, so she's always been portrayed as someone who becomes a hero, not because of Batman, but despite him. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have the trappings of the being, you know, in the Bat family. She's mm-hmm. not brought into the Bat cave. She's like, hey, one. I'm here. Like she's not, you know, she doesn't. She's not like Dick, who grew up as, mm-hmm. you know, as Bruce Wayne's ward slash son, right. as it were. Right. She's not, you know, she wasn't plucked off the streets like Jason, Mm-mm. and she didn't track down Bruce the way like Tim him. did. So she had to become like she took up. She basically took up the mantle of the bat because it was the thing that she knew struck fear into the hearts of criminals. Mm-hmm. But she did the major. She did. 85, 90% of the work on her own. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until she proved that she could be a hero that you had Bruce swoop in and say, hey, let me go ahead and finish your training Mm -hmm. and provide you with these with these gadgets and, you know, give you give you give you help for give you the help that that you want, Mm -hmm. not that you need. Right. So I think, you know, if going from that perspective, if she as a character proved can be portrayed as someone who doesn't need Batman, but invariably proves her worth as a as a hero mm-hmm. and attracts Batman as a as a mentor. I think that's a good story. Yes, completely. Because that's what I love about Barbara. That's because it wasn't like oh she was just handpicked. Right. She's like I'm doing it. Um, right. She's doing it. Sorry, anyway. not sorry. And like, and she had to use and not only did she use like her smarts. Her brains, but she, but the same way that that Bruce used uses Commissioner Gordon as a resource, Barbara uses Commissioner Gordon as a resource, and she uses him as a resource because he's her father. Because he's her father. Yeah. So the same way, like he, like, so it's it's interesting. Just those those moments, even when comic, even in the comics, when you know he has this case file that he's about to you know give to uh, to Batman, and Barbara's already read it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, th- th- those are those are the moments I'd like to see. She's smart and she plans. She's right. intelligent. Those are the moments I'd like to see on screen. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I need her to be believable. Yeah. I don't need a hood, or, hood ornament. I don't need spoiled brow. I don't need. You know, don't make her like. Oh, she was. You know, blah, then she turned and she's going to do good because of it. She did good because she wanted to. Yeah. Just like she knew right from wrong. And again, you know, that's that's not something that I think that Joss Whedon. No, I don't think from so. From a character perspective, because if it if she's she's the linchpin of the movie, she's carrying the movie, she's the the, the focal point of the movie. Everything else and everyone else becomes sidelined, and that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even really want to see Batman until, except maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. We do want to see Nightwing though. I want to see Dick there. Grayson. <laughs> I want to see Dick Grayson. I don't want to see... Uh, yeah, sorry, Dick. Listen, I want to see Dick Grayson. I, mean, I don't want to see Nightwing. Because please, like, I just... I want to see, like... I think it would be interesting to kind of have a scene, and I know it's kind of... It's it's cliche, and it's almost a little too comic booky. but I would love to kind of like to see this in there where they have a relationship as friends, or maybe they have a relationship where, you know, they're attracted to each other, and they go out to dinner, and both of them... And he gets called away for, like, a... 
for Nightwing thing. And at the same time, she finds out that there's something going on. Oh my God, I would die. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, and they're both like kind of trying to find a way to get out of the date. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, not, you know, not alienate. That would be cute. Not alienate the other person. Of course, I don't want him to be a focal point. Probably the only time you'll ever No, because I said, have that moment, have him leave. Don't have him come but back. But plant that state. Or maybe get a phone call at the end of the movie and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I missed you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, I need it to just be there. Just be a reference. Please. <laughs> be there in some way. But you yeah, can even so say, I mean, my I, ex, you know, dick. This is something <laughs> like, I was talking, uh, uh, I wrote an article before on our website, and I was talking about, like, what, what DC uh, stories could they could they possibly do in the time now that uh, now that they've moved um, Aquaman's release date and they want to do another another film mm-hmm. coming up soon? And before the announcement of Batgirl, I was like, you know what, Nightwing would probably be your best bet to do to be able to shoot to be able to have a, a, a script to shoot in a short period of time, short pre production, short post production. Doesn't need a lot of special effects. You don't have to uh, like something that can shoot for three months be edited in three months and be ready to be released in the summer. Mm-hmm. Both Nightwing and Batgirl would definitely fit the bill. Yeah. I think uh, I think if they went with something else, like if they went with something like um, Justice League Dark, because they already have the script from Guillermo del Toro and they already have a director in place, I think they could do that too. But I'm saying like... Um, you know that? Hmm? Yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I'm saying I think like just from a production perspective... Like Batgirl or Nightwing could definitely fit the bill to to be shot in that in that moment. Yeah. I don't know how long it takes for Joss Whedon to write a script, but considering that he wrote like so many different ep- so many episodes of Buffy and so many episodes and all the episodes of Firefly and so many episodes of TV, I, I'm relatively sure the guy can write relatively yeah. quickly. Like I don't, I think he, I think he'll do well. Um, I'm just nervous because it's Barbara. And yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Because I just, I just, I just love her. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll do well. I, I think he, just don't make it a romance. But here's the thing. I know he, he knows how to write, God. he knows how to write strong female characters. Uh-huh. And he knows how to write strong female characters who don't necessarily need a, need a male lead to be the focal point of their life. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to necessarily write a rom- write a romance. I think he'll I think he'll write aspects into the script. Yeah, but it won't be the focus. Yeah, which is good. But I'm excited. Just the fact that I'm like, oh my god, the fact that I live in a world where there's going to be a Batgirl movie. Like that's crazy. Like a live action Batgirl movie. Let me rephrase that. And honestly, I think it should probably it should come out before Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think if they're going to do a movie from that perspective, from Gotham City, you should have more than one Gotham City hero for them to deal with. I agree. And I think probably one of the best heroes they could deal with from that perspective would be Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I agree. Because you can't just you can't just have a bunch of like bad. You know, there has to be like. That's why there's so many bad guys yeah. in Gotham, and that's why it's been okay because there's been a partridge family to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even the, you know, like you can. 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but eh, yeah, you can't just have Batman facing all of these people. All right. So I mean, if there's nothing else, uh, I mean, there's so many different different things that are in the news right now. But right now, um, as far as like actual verifiable stories, everything's kind of in a in a holding pattern. And we've talked about so much stuff that has gone on uh, this month that you know we kind of want to hold any new news until the next time we meet. So um, new news. Yeah, <laughs> we get new news. But you know, for all the news. For all the news that's coming up, you can absolutely go to our website, superpoweredfancast.com, and follow us on Twitter, at superpoweredfan. Get, you know, the tweets about news, stories, and trailers, and opinions, and editorials, and things like that. And you can read our uh, articles and comic reviews on the Geeks Worldwide uh, website at the GWW.com. Uh, so for the Superpowered Fancast, this is Darren. This is Jenna. This is Stephanie. And I'm Danny. And we'll see you next time. Toodles. Bye.